Just Get A Real Job 2021 New Year special. I hope everyone had a lovely Christmas. Uh, we'd never done this before. We'd put together a little sort of New Year special where we round up the year and talk about our favourite films, our favourite highlights of 2021. But before that, I just want to sort of say we'd, we'd been doing a little thing on our Instagram page tonight. And I'm recording this intro and um, just sort of looking back at some of our highlights from this year. And 2021 has been a really amazing year at the podcast. I didn't expect this year to, to grow so much and to have so many amazing conversations we haven't recorded 54 episodes in 2021 so that's just remarkable it's uh, a lot of episodes so it's been a great year for me personally and I, I think I speak on behalf of Elliot when I say that as well we'd both got so much out of doing this so to everyone that sort of listened and supported us in 2021 thank you so much it's been an absolute joy and I hope 2022 continues in the same form because it's it's been been a joy but on this week's special we have the exact same lineup as last week joining us again are the wonderful Liv Wilkinson Craig Wilson and I'm going to attempt for the final time in 2021 to say this man's surname right but the wonderful Leo Elifariadis and I've definitely butchered his second name but he'll just have to deal with it but I hope you enjoy this little roundup of 2021 and I can't wait to see where the podcast goes next year Hello and welcome to our first ever Just Get A Real Job New Year special. We are going to be looking back at 2021 and joining me today are my lovely guests from the Christmas special. Yet again, we are joined by Leo. Hello guys. Crazy how it's 2022 already, isn't it? Isn't it fantastic? Oh, you know, it's... The it. new year is amazing, guys. Lev Wilkinson. Oh, so, oh, yeah, hello. And the wonderful Craig Wilson. Hello, I'm Craig. I'm angry about everything. Oh, you fuck that, sir, Craig. Oh, vegan. If anyone's tuning in for this after last week's um, Christmas special, thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, but no, we're just sort of going to have a discussion about 2021, about sort of what happened in 2021 with us personally, with what came out in 2021, things people enjoyed. Never actually done a, a, a New Year's special, so we'll see how this goes. Um, but I thought would be a good place to start is by asking everyone sort of how their years have been. So we'll start with you, Leo. How's your year been? How real do I get? Is it? Is this a... Oh, you it's been lovely. I've get been as real as you want. We get very personal on this podcast. It's been on and off, I'm not going to lie. I've had my dark moments. I've had my... You realise that you had the mental fragility of a four-year-old. Uh, I realised I'm <laughs> friends with Craig <laughs> and wanted to kill myself. So I cut <laughs> him out of my life. <laughs> so I cut him out of my life and now my suicidal thoughts are back because I'm the same room with him. It's been on and off. I'm not enjoying Scotland as much as any other place in the world. It's full of fucking racist plum- plumbers. <laughs> Super, Cre- Super Crego. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's been a good year, Jamie. I've been busy. Um, I'm settling in Edinburgh. Finally, I've moved houses since you last saw me yeah. on, on this podcast. Uh, I've started paying my own rent so Craig can go fuck himself. <laughs> well, that's a start. How old are you? 26? Ah, uh, uh, 
Ah, uh, funny stuff. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's been nice. It's been a weird year. We'll we'll talk about stuff. Yeah, no. And Lev, how, how's your year been? Up and down. How's twenty twenty one treated you? All right, up and down. I'm still with Craig, so that's it. I think you're very lucky. Yeah, that he's yeah, put, I'm very lucky. That he's put up with you this year. Yeah, he didn't break up with me this year. We'll yeah. Do it next year. Yeah. Actually, it's been all right. Yeah, it started well. I was in the film industry. I got got to know what roles I want to do in the industry, and then a particular film that I worked on was the, the absolute death of me. But then also because of the because of COVID, driving lessons have been an issue. My, my driving lessons actually been fine. It's getting a test, so I've had to take time out from the industry to finish my lessons because my test is yeah. Okay. So and now in, I'm waitressing, so I'm miserable, clearly. And the industry is happy for it. Well, you're having a lovely night, so... Yeah, the worst part of the year, again, I've said this in the Christmas podcast, the worst part of the year is when I had to spend a few days working with Leo. Mm. And yet here we'll, you are we'll, again. We'll get into all this A week soon. after. We'll get into the, the details. And Craig, oh, how... I it, just want to know how David Lumsden's getting on, really. Oh, daddy David. Um, <laughs> Craig, how has 2021 treated you? And I'm, I'm without rubbing in, this is the last year in your 20s because you're turning the big free ocean. So. Yeah, I'm a quarter of the way through my life. You now. old cunt. Uh, <laughs> it's fine, mate. I've paid the rent. That's all you can ask for. Great. Yeah, Craig's paid rent, unlike some people on this podcast right now. <laughs> uh, Craig, I hear your watching cane is on the way with Amazon shipping. <laughs> Next day delivery, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Craig, if we want to have babies, we let's visit it. Your seed is burning out. Yeah. Anyway, somebody want to ask for my ear. It's just for the. Jamie, how was your year? We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> have you not been listening to the podcast? He talks about himself all the time. Let's move on. I actually think. Can I just say in my defence? Right, I'm actually quite good for not doing that, and it's the only part of my life that I'm good at. In every other part, I talk about myself in the podcast. I'm all right. No, this this year's been a bit of a weird one. Like, um, well, you know, we. You've got a job now, mate. You've got a permanent <laughs> job. Well, not permanent. You've just a permanent six month job. A permanent you've six got month a job. Real job. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, so that's been great. Like, obviously, getting the job with STV was is the is the highlight for me, and 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 this podcast sort of continuing to grow and you know reaching fifty episodes and doing the live one was great. Um, but the year's been okay. Started in lockdown, uh, obviously, which was weird. But no, this year's been pretty good for me. Actually, I can't complain. I've had a pretty good year, so. So what was so what was the hardest thing about lockdown for you, Jamie McKinley? Yeah, I mean, no one enjoyed lockdown. It's, I think the I lockdown did. at the start of twenty twenty one, just after we recorded last year's sort of Christmas special and stuff, um, was was just shape because we'd all obviously all been through it before. But it was the depths of winter, so it was like really dark and. You know, none of us were particularly happy. I mean, we were quite lucky that we were working on some films and stuff at the yeah, time. Yeah, we worked on a few films together, right? Yeah. We did like a few episodes and stuff. Yeah, we did stuff together then. Yeah, we, we used to go for coffee walks in the rain. Do you remember the bust up one? Do you remember the day in February? Me and Leo went for a walk to get coffee and we were like, it was fucking pissing it down. It was so cold. We were just standing under a bust up. And Leo just said to me, he's like, what are we doing with our lives? And it was a I good question. I you sending me a video of that and I was like, my life is a bit more depressing than that. Yeah, that it was low. The thing is, though, like after this coffee, it's been going up and up. Yeah, yeah a- after that, me and Leo's oh. sort of trajectory has yeah, been quite soaring. I, soaring. I didn't even mention the massive feminine issue I came over this year. Oh, wow. But my tits off. Oh yeah, yeah. That happened Let, this let's year. talk about this. Yeah, this is quite because that was technically hell. my fault. Talk, t- tell, tell us. Let's talk about this. Yeah, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about it. Sorry, Craig. We're going to talk about your girlfriend's tits. Was well, it with Craig? Tits got scalded. So basically, I talking of like the last episode. I think it's the last one. I can't count. I'm a bit pissed. But Jamie was talking about living in a hotel room. 
I lived in a hotel room for a while while I was working on a kids TV show in Glasgow. Jamie sent me something that made me laugh. And in a travel lodge, you're not supposed to drink the water straight from the taps. It's dirty. <laughs> if you really need a glass of water and you've run out of bottled water, you're supposed to boil it so that you get all the nasty stuff out and then it's clean water. So I thought I'd boil a kettle and have a hot cup of water as though it's a coffee. No, you let thirsty. it cool down, don't you? Well, no, well, well I, she didn't. I did. I did it because I'm a fucking idiot. And you made me laugh by sending me something by voice note. It was, Can't I help like, it, was, it was a Brent quote, you said. Can't and help I myself. laughed and I spilled boiling hot water all over my breasts in a hotel room whilst on the job. But then I got on morphine, so it ended up being one of the best nights of my life. Some of the funniest voice messages I've ever received. Um, that was good. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I thought like on this sort of New Year special, we could sort of talk about... Um, our highlights of 2021 on personal levels and also like what's been coming out culture wise you know we're an arts podcast I guess so um, I thought we we could start by sort of talking about what was everyone's favourite thing about this year when I went on morphine when I burnt my teeth we just said that anyway (laughs) anyway so okay we got limbs already that's fine Leo Leo, what's been your favourite thing about 2021 my Greek vacation my vacation in Greece your holiday vacation are we in America I don't care no, how, how, oh, how, my how, holiday in Greece how, during the how, summer. How was your holiday in Greece? What it was you? amazing. I went to the beach. It was sunny. I went to you parties. Went to I went to the beach. I went to parties. I had cocktails. It was sunny. I went to an <laughs> island, a few islands actually. It was very nice. I enjoyed it very much. Got my second dose in Greece, which is a pain in the ass because NHS Scotland refuses to give me a vac- uh, vaccine passport because they're like, mm, you got the second dose in Greece. We don't know if it's. Uh. Anyway. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, they won't give me a passport. Oh, shit. Oh, no, actually, but the only thing that rivals my vacation or holiday is Dune. Watching Dune in the cinema. Well, well, we'll obviously come on to the film stuff properly because we'll come back to Dune because obviously we're going to talk about films in 2021. Um, but that sounds lovely. And um, and I suppose because we're sort of interview people in a serious way, like what what would you say your creative highlight of 2021 is or career, or career highlight? Well, my career highlight is uh, was getting jobs and getting to move on in the industry because I am now an assistant. Well, I did a few jobs days as an assistant and then the guy I'm working for now told me, you're too qualified for this. Never go as a trainee again. I was like, cool, that's nice. That my, is nice. That is nice, yeah. Although it's kind of sad as well because I don't want to do video. So I had like a moment so, of... So what, 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 what are you assistant and assistant of just for the listeners at home? And stuff? Oh, it's, a, it's complicated. It's, it's playback assistant. Nobody knows what I do. It's fine. You, I don't need to explain this. Uh, my creative highlight was... Um, I've started buying art books again, mm-hmm. and I'm slowly going back into the more theoretical part of that's cool. painting, which I used to love, but I haven't done in a while. So yeah, that's, that's cool for me. Fuck you, Craig. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was going to say, brilliant. Is, is that where you get like these these books where it's got loads of numbers in it, and you colour it by number? <laughs> yeah, how do you know? This is, uh, hi, your mum got What, co- co- colouring books? No one, no. You've been doing colouring books again? No man, <laughs> no that that's that's great. Liam. I'm only joking. Um, Liv, what has your highlight of 2021 been, just in general? Morphine. Apart from the morphine. Um, I'm junkie. Junkie. And apart from the fact Craig still loves you. I don't know about that. Um, it comes and goes. It's in waves. <laughs> oh, there's just so many low lights. It's always <laughs> a lesser of several. It's a very dim concept. Yeah. What yeah, was the one time you felt slightly less of depressed? The Second World War. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Probably the end of it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love. Oh, actually, do you know what? I lost three stone. That's a pretty big highlight. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's good. That's great, Liv. But like, be careful because obviously our lovely editor in chief is in the room for this special. And if he you beats me. and if you start talking about weight loss, he's going to get very excited. By each other. Yeah, exactly. We were forced to be recognised. Just so we'll the listeners, I mean, they'll know this from when Elliot was on the podcast in episode four a long time ago now. Obviously talked about the fact he lost like nine stone, which is an incredible achievement, to be fair to. Eight stone. Gone up a stone. Yeah, it's fucking eight stone. You remember eight stone? Listen, I'm your hype man. And I'm... I'm the boss, man. Yeah, he is the boss. But that's great, Liv. And sort of in terms, I was asking Leo, like, what would you say your creative highlight or your career highlight would be of the year? Started writing a sitcom. What's the sitcom about? You don't have to say because you don't have to give away your that's idea. Right, that's right. It's about so I, I basically so I started working back in hospitality because of my driving and stuff like that. So I thought I'd write a sitcom, and for the uh, Greg will agree with me. For lots of it, it's just me me gathering ideas, isn't it, love? Yeah. I'm coming from work, and I'm like, oh, this twat said that today. This, you know, my yeah. boss said this. So um, I started gathering information, but I heard about a competition, um, which and, and the winner gets a development meeting and a thousand pound cash prize. With like, so I thought I'd enter that, but I've started writing it and it's going all right. It, me and my brother have talked about it quite a lot. So if I have any ideas, I used I tend to sort of flesh it out with him. The issue is, is that I don't think anyone's going to find me as funny as me and Ed find each other. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's, only that's, the, hard, that's the hard thing of writing. But yeah. fair play, getting back into writing. I've got so I've gone back into it. It's about it's about um, three women who work in a bar. It's called Bard. That's a temporary name. It's really oh, fair. Uh, it's about a pub in Worthing that's bought out by a franchise during lockdown because the pub standalone ran out of cash. So it's about uh, a boss called Lottie who has run out of power because she's had to. Her boss is her the owner of the pub has sold this um, pub to a franchise, so she is struggling for power. So that's her main issue. You've got Sarah who's just working there part time. But it's turned into full time. Now it's turned into a. She's a supervisor and she's trying to figure out what she wants to do with her life. And then there's Tilly, who is a vulgar art student. And Tilly is my vulgar outlet because what we're missing, in my opinion, this is a controversial mm. one. We're genuinely missing a really funny female-led sitcom. Probably, modern, yeah. Modern yeah. female-led sitcom. We don't mm. really have one. You know, there, there's a couple which are, exist, but I don't find them very funny. I find them. Well, I would. Say Fleabag is probably the leader. Flea, Fleabag is good. I like Fleabag a lot. I wouldn't say it's a sitcom. I would say it was a sitcom. I would say it's more. It's more comedy drama. I, I would ledge that it was probably does class a sitcom, but I take your point. Don't get me wrong. I think Fleabag is ten out of ten fantastic, yeah. but it just doesn't come across mm. as a sitcom. Well, no, but you're but you're absolutely. In the same I don't sense as if you were to watch Men Behaving Badly yeah, yeah, yeah. or Bottom. Yeah, or, or The Office or something. Or The like, Office. I I I wasn't trying to sort of upset your point. Like it was very no, good. No, like you you are absolutely right. What There's not think, not enough female yes. sitcoms. Yeah, he agrees. Um, <laughs> but that's great. And and your career highlight of the year. Probably meeting um, someone called Laura Fleming, who I just love in general. She was she... great on Camper, wasn't she? Yeah, the show she... we worked on on it for ITV. Yeah. So she she one day was like, I need you to help me with the extras. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. And um, when you help with extras, you basically get them all into costume and makeup, make sure they're in the right place, right time. Make sure if, if the third AD says um, to you over the radio, we've got a hospital scene, I need two doctors, two nurses and three visitors, you can then pick who would suit. And you need to take into account ethnicities ages um even things like hair color style um so i really found think i found my niche with that and um hopefully we'll be working together in the new year as well so that was a career highlight because i think i found something that i really like in the industry right so yeah Oh, that's great no and hopefully leads on to, to more amazing things to do it to, to 2022 uh craig 
going on to you now, what would you say that your sort of personal highlight of 2021 is? I suppose getting through the Masters. Yeah. Um, yeah, completing your MN screen is do, do, Doing a Masters while still working essentially full-time is, is pretty hard. No, absolutely. Uh, and, and to get a grade that is still pretty good whilst feeling like what you've written is complete bollocks... I'd say that's pretty good because I'm not happy with what I put in at all, but it's still got a pretty good grade. So it, it's, you know, sometimes when you hand in projects yeah. where sometimes you feel like you give it everything and you get a pretty good grade and there's other times when you do something that's completely bollocks and it gets maybe even the same grade or slightly below and you're like, how does that work? So it's, for me, it's reassuring to do something that I feel like is completely just... For my own personal standard, nowhere near, but yeah. still got a pretty good grade because you you feel like I've still got lots left in the tank yeah. to offer here. So 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 that for me was pretty good to 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 as well. I say do a masters while still again essentially working full time at quite a energy intensive job. No, that's amazing, man. Is, is yeah, I suppose pretty good. And I, I suppose that would would that sort of also be a career highlight then? that would tie into each other I don't know because I don't have enough creative I know but like I still feel my, like you're my very creative cre- career highlight and it, we didn't talk about this when I was on the podcast the first time is that I was in a panto when I was 10 years old that's my <laughs> creative highlight who did you play in the panel let's talk about it now that was in the did you did you ever go to the Brennan Theatre when you were uh, I've been there when I was a student at Queen Margaret yeah I went to one place so, yeah, so every year there's the Christmas panto at the Brennan Theatre in Musselburgh which if you live in Musselburgh well, for mm. me at the time, it was a big deal because we used to go every year. Yeah, yeah. And then I got uh, a role there when I was 10 years old as a babe in the wood. Amazing. Babe in the wood. You're yeah. still a babe, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> babe in meadow, You're a babe everywhere you go. Because I used to want to be an actor when I was younger. So, oh, same. So yeah. that was my first ever audition. I, I got feel like so many, act, so, many, so, so many of our guests on this podcast want, failed actors. want to be actors. Um, <laughs> so that's your creative highlight. I, well, I suppose not really of this year, though, but no. like... Leo's a failed DOP, yeah, so... Oh, oh that's savage. Oh, that's um, other than being a failed director. No, he's a, he's a DOP that has not yet emerged. That's the better way of saying it. Um, you wait for it, 10 years. Yeah. So, but, so, so like, would you say your creative and career highlight is also just like sort of completing the MA course? Completely MA, and then I suppose I've started started rereading uh, John York into the woods. I I am. And just remind yourself that actually the most important thing is fucking character. Remember yeah, well, that. well, we well as part of the the job <laughs> as a script editor, we got to do jo- we actually got to go to John York's course, like yeah. that actual him doing it, and he's a lovely man, lovely man, very good. He knows great, what he's talking great about. Great lecturer, yeah. We had, we had a great two days doing that on Zoom, so that that was a great. Um, but thank you, Craig. Um, is there anything else you'd done like just not not to do with? I suppose work or being a writer, like just in general, that you did this year that you really enjoyed. I've scored. Uh, I got three man of matches and five asides in seven games. <laughs> which you, you get given a Lucasaid bottle for that. So they, that they, was... they call him the Muscle Bro Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> got a Lucasaid Luc- bottle. Lucasaid sport. You got a Lucasaid sport for getting man of match down at the pits of Portobello. <laughs> <laughs> three of them in seven games. He's the Porty Pello. <laughs> I should have said Porty Pello. That would have been funny. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. I don't need no one laughed at that. So. Sorry. Think... <laughs> That's a good job, Jamie. <laughs> um, funny, funny. Yeah. Jamie, mate, what have you been up to? Well, I mean, I'm trying to think, because obviously break break this into the three categories. I think my personal highlight of the year, 
been quite it's been some fun times um i don't know one would think you'd be the most prepared jamie seeing as you wrote the questions down well maybe denmark yeah well we'll go well actually yeah i I actually genuinely i think (laughs) speaking so speaking of scotland and stuff uh, i think seeing scotland at the euros Euros. although we didn't get out of our group was pretty fucking great like i enjoyed it we we had a night in the flat we watched the england game and we were with it was like craig was there were you there Leo? you were there no, right no. no no you weren't my there bra- me and my bravo so because greece they, they didn't qualify did they? yeah no they didn't oh. and they didn't qualify to the place oh, but do you know what you did qualify in greece actually having latin names which we call our variants so congratulations there you go yeah i call the covid variants um but um <laughs> greek oh, names shit. <laughs> Latin names, <laughs> Rome. I'll keep that. Le- Lev's an idiot. Um, but, uh, no, <laughs> get, getting to see Scotland play the Euros was, was amazing in the football, and Even we, we had a great we had, we had a great night where we uh, got to see Scotland beat England 0 nil at Wembley, which was an incredible performance by the Scots. We beat you now. We beat you now, and, and uh, you got no and you lost uh, to Italy in the final. Lose? Oh, what's Italy? Yes, yeah, absolutely, ca- you. absolutely capitulation uh, in the penalty shootout. Do you know what? What I want to say, right? Is <laughs> I, I, I found the Scottish audience and their attitude. Audience? They mean the fans. The audience. <laughs> Well, yeah, the audience, because it's all about all Scottish people, not all Scottish people love football. I found the Scottish reception towards the English teams, it was, at first it was kind of funny, and then it got a little bit stupid, because it seemed like every single team that was against England, the Scottish team, or the Scottish supporters would then support it. It's like, come on, it's it's getting a bit ridiculous. Listen, as a third-party observer, as a third-party observer, the cockiness and the smugness of English Players and fans is more annoying. Not than the players, going. it's the fans, not the, the players. Listen, the players listen, as well. We can't help that we're all Italian in that night. We can't help that. that was, anyway. see, that, Craig, Craig will agree with me on that one. I think after, after Scotland actually played England, it was like, okay, it's done. You know, we've had the banter to then keep on going on and on and on was was pretty juvenile, but... But it's funny. Know, it was, it was pretty juvenile. England have earned it over a thousand years of oppression and tyranny. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <there> <laughs> anyway, they have. Anyway, but um, yeah, I, I, I suppose career-wise, obviously, I'm, I'm not bragging, and you know, it, we're all, like, but I, it's been, it was pretty great. I was like bragging. I'm not, I'm not, because I, you know, I didn't ever expect to get that, but like, I'm really, really happy to have got that trainingship with STV as, as a script editor. The team there are amazing, and it's, it's, a, it's an honour to be able to work somewhere like that. And hopefully in 2022 that continues. We'll see what happens. Will you end up like me, a waitress? So yeah, I'd, I'd say the career highlight was just sort of getting on that training ship was great. Um, obviously, like it was great to be on Karen Perry as well with you, Liv, and, and get to work with you both, Leo, as well. Um, you know, it's been a bit of a mental one, you know, because we've all been sort of working our arse off trying to get jobs in this industry. So, um, you know, it was pretty great to get on that. Um so yeah, that would be that. But it was nice it. to leave the real job finally, yeah, finally. To, to do that. It's been it was because those... me and Liv have been asking you to fucking quit that care job for months. Oh, listen, yeah. finally, but listen, can I, can, I, can I just say it's yeah. not that it's not easy to do always do that and like I owe a lot to that support worker job and you know you I, I was there I was there for four and a half years you know I know but listen I, but, <laughs> you owe them absolutely but, nothing. But Leo, it was, I'm not saying I owe them anything, but like it was uh, you know that was an important part of it and you know it's all a journey and etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, <laughs> But and but creatively, like the highlight for me is, is this podcast and, and getting to continue to do that. Um, and obviously, 
I'd say for the podcast, like the best moment in 2021 was when we got to do like the live special, which was so upsetting because Elliot sadly had COVID and couldn't come to this moment that we should have shared together. But you know, that was a really nice day to get to interview Sarah Vickers and Andy Rovney for that and like be in like a room in front of other people. And there was this like, um, this 10 year old girl asked a question and she, and she like came up to the in front of the audience. And like, I was just standing there like looking like, it felt surreal because obviously I launched this podcast in lockdown on Zoom, chatting to my friends, you know, you're the first ever yeah. ever guest, Liv. And I'm not saying that you're a bad guest, but like well, to be, and you weren't at all, you're great. But like to be in a room with people actually watching the podcast was just insane. It, it was mind blowing as, as Leo just sort of signaled, but you know, it was. Oh, so that, that would be the creative highlight Aww. for me. We're going to have for you, Jamie. Correct. I mean, Leo's mind-blowing moment was he's just discovered the Domino's robot that tells you what this stage is. This is yeah. as mind-blowing as Jamie's but, live but show. E- each in their own. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I thought we would sort of, we could look back on some of the events of 2021. So I thought I'd start, what's everyone's film of 2021 been? Start with you, Leo. And I know June. what your answer's going to be. Easy, June. Yeah. Did you like it? How did, how June. Did, June. June. Oi, June. Yeah, so what, what, what did you make of Dune? Dune? Um, I think I... Which you're very like excited for. Give it a review. Well, I loved yeah, it. Give it a review. I lo- I, but the thing is, I, I loved it. I think it's very well made. I think Denis knew exactly what he was doing. The only thing that I will say about the criticism he's been getting is I understand if someone hasn't read the books and goes to watch that movie, can be confusing. The movie can be confusing for them. But fuck you, read the books. But it's not like that confusing to ruin the experience. It's still a very good film. But I went in knowing all the things I needed to know to appreciate everything happening on the screen. I would totally get someone who told me, well, I was a bit confused and lost and I don't know what the Spice Melange is and blah, 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 blah. Yes, I get that. But then he did say he made that film for himself and he's a book, he's at the books. So fuck you, the books. It's a perfect film. It's to me. It's up there with uh, the Fellowship. Yeah. Ooh, really? Wow. Yeah, it's wow. setting up a, a world I really care about. Have, and if they make a trilogy, because ha- he wants to make sorry, he wants to make the second book as well. Sorry. I'm yeah. Done. No, you're all good. Um. Then I think I I hope and I think and I I I have high hopes that it can be not as good as Lord of the Rings, but up there with Lord of the Rings yeah. as like a. Well, definitely better than the Hobbits. What yeah. do you think, baby? Fair. Well, I was gonna ask. We'd all seen the film here, right? No. You haven't seen it yet, I so it, yeah. I feel like I shouldn't spoil. But did you? Were you impressed, Craig? I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah it was it very was really good. One. Um, there were some pacing issues. Um, I, I didn't find it confusing at all. Mm. If anything, it made me want to read the book even yeah, more, yeah. just to find out more of the little details because it's it's not Star Wars. It's if anything, it's more similar to Game of Thrones because there's different houses with different motivations, and it's I like that there's mention in the film of they make an attack but they make the mention of the fact that it's like there's resources and it costs money yeah. because it's really annoying in certain films and fantasy films and sci-fi films when people make these attacks with unlimited resources and there's an attack and it's like yeah this cost us a lot so we can't do yeah. this again yeah, yeah. and just little details like that are really really nice um, mm. you know I didn't find the ending or anything like that confusing because I was aware that it's a very dense book, very difficult to make into one film. Mm. There's so much lore and information about it, and I thought I thought he'd done a great job of really simplifying it. And if you have, if you're not familiar with it, I think he'd done a really great job of making it accessible to people who aren't aware. And in all honesty, I mean, ugh, 
some people were kind of critical and perhaps of Hans Zimmer's I think it's Hans Zimmer's score best score for a long long time Easy. Yeah, it was because great. He, he does a lot of the same fucking shit with trumpets and all this yeah, kind of yeah. stuff and I thought wow. it was really really good mm-hmm. I, I thought the, the score was great I thought to be honest maybe Shamali's best performance yeah. well, I was about well. to ask what you thought of Timothy because I'm a he, huge he, fan he, of he his. was brilliant in it yeah um, I, I would agree with pretty much everyone Craig was saying yeah I, I didn't love it as much as Leo because I'm not as invested into the book and stuff I'd never read the book but as a spectacle I thought it was great I thought the, the scene when, this, when the, the worm first comes up was just outstanding. Um, so oh, yeah, I've seen, I've seen that. Yeah, v- very, very good film. Um, it's, it's, it's a beautiful film. Beautiful, it's, yeah. It, it's Lawrence of Arabia in space, but to be honest, Lawrence of Arabia is is, is probably Never more beautiful it. because Lawrence of Arabia is probably the most beautiful film mm. you'll ever look at. Yeah, yeah. But I, I thought it looked stunning. Some people might say the colour palette's a bit dull, but they're on a fucking desert. So yeah, what, 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 what do you expect? It was yeah. absolutely great. Um, no, but it's a great... It's great. Lots of great performances. Yeah. I've been having dreams about a girl on Arrakis. I don't know what it means. Dreams make good stories. But everything important happens when we're awake. Yeah, it was a great suggestion, Leo, for your one of the year. That's uh, it's definitely up there, so yes. thank you. Um, Liv, Liv, do you have a film of 2021 that you'd seen that you loved? Yeah, Spencer. I've not seen Spencer yet. Is what it did, good? What did you just say? I loved Spencer. Spencer. Is, is it good? I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. I've heard it's good. Like well, I, would... I love our die. Yeah. People's Princess. Lady D. Maybe maybe it's because I'm English, and so I have an intrinsic No, I, fi- I think uh, people worldwide do, to be fair. You know, people, I mean, I, the I, People's I, Princess. I thought it was fantastic. So I, I came in thinking it was going to be average because there's been a lot of films that have come out in 2021 that have been very average. We all have seen The French Dispatch. We all oh, agree that it was very average. House of Gucci. I, I think that's I quite like harsh. I, don't, I, don't, I haven't seen it, but I've seen all the reviews. It's I, crap. I haven't seen it either. But you have to take it in the jokingly way it was made. Well, mm. what I was going to say is that I was expecting it to be kind of crap because there's been a lot of kind of crap films that have come out recently but that have been highly anticipated. So I, came, I went with my friend, Milu, and we... Um, we went with, you know, not a lot of expectations, but it was genuinely, mm-hmm. I think, one of the best films I've seen in the past yeah. five years. Spencer, you really liked it. It's um, it's it's but it basically it's almost the POV of the three days over Christmas that um Diana yeah. has, and the the intensity of the direction, and, mm. and do you know what. I didn't like Kristen Stewart for a long time because of Twilight. I think she's great. I was wrong. Very she good was in fantastic. Twilight. She was extraordinary. She'll be nominated for all of the nominations. Yeah. Or oh, fair. That's a great, great shout. And Craig, do you have a film of 2021? The Probably my favourite film of the year so far uh, that I watched was Knives Out. That is a very good film. It was great. It was so fun. Yeah. I, I started it quite late at night and I was like, I'll, I'll watch half and I'll watch the second half tomorrow. And I continued watching it because it was just like... It's such good fun, Daniel Craig. It's so fun. Yeah, that's 2019 so... when it came out, right? Yeah. Yeah, And it's good. just... It's a really easy mm. watch and I really love detective, murder, mystery, oh, who done it stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's really clever and it subverts some stuff and it's a little bit cheesy in some places but I, I just thought it was just a lot of fun and a mm. lot of films these days are not fun yeah com- comedy serious. doesn't really tend to land in the, the stage so, it's not a new comedic film it's, it's quite in it, another it's, way. It's, it's a bit cheesy yeah, but it's got yeah. comedy it's, it's got um, comedy and some, some of the jokes don't land mm. but uh, it's, it's a very good one I, th- I thought it was I thought mm. it was great yeah. Knives Out is the one of the few times that I was happy they decided to make more films 
Yeah, because they've I'm looking forward to the se- yeah, I'm looking it's, forward it to the It is one of those where yeah. It's, yeah. Every, every single one will obviously be a very self-contained story yeah. Yeah. where mm-hmm. Daniel Craig's character... He's the same character. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he it's basically Hercule Poirot, but... And, and you can get yeah. big stars in it as well. Yeah, yeah. Very exactly. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the cast, cast of the new one? No, it, it looks amazing, yeah. The new cast is amazing. Who is it? I think I'd read a bit of it. It's Ethan Hawke. It's Dave Bautista, oh, Ethan Hawke. Oh, amazing. Let me put that up. Uh, yeah, it'll be talking. very good. Um, well, I, I was sort of... we. Yeah, I was, I was going to sort of mark my film of the year, which I recently saw last week, and it, it blew me away. Um, blew me away, like... Um, so I saw a film called Come On, Come On, the new Joaquin yeah, Phoenix film. Phoenix, yeah. And um, it was just a joyful film. It was, it was all about Joaquin Phoenix's characters, like, basically this radio interview who travels America interviewing kids and they use like real documentary footage of interviews with these kids but the sort of main hook of the story is is he has to look after his nephew for a few weeks because um, his sister's got loads of issues going on with her husband and stuff and it's just about this relationship between Wacking Phoenix and his nephew and, and it's just well obviously not Wacking Phoenix but you know his character he's playing in the film but it, it's, it was a beautiful film and I absolutely loved it so it, it, it stole my the slot for my film of the year and recommend everyone goes and sees it. It's great. I was gonna have expecting you to go last night in Soho. I did like last night in Soho. I haven't seen it yet. I, I did. Re- I, I did really one. like last night in Soho. I didn't like but it. But like, I didn't. Did you know? I don't think it would be my film of the year, but it's definitely still up there. I, I did really like it. What did you it's not like a... about it? Um, I find it kind of like well at the end of the, at the end of the film, I was, I was like, please finish. Like this mm. is on. This goes on too long. The music was nice. Yeah. Um, I also I don't. I didn't like the whole. Oh, I don't want to spoil, but the twist at the end, I didn't like. I quite liked the twist. I near the end. I didn't see it coming. Near the end, I I was like, when when the first twist happens, yeah, I immediately was like, oh, the second twist. Oh, is that's that's the you know that's gonna mm. happen now. Um, also, I did. I, just, I found it kind of weird. I don't. I think it didn't know what exactly it wanted to be. It wanted to be a horror. See, it wanted I, to be I, like I, a, I thought I sort of was able to take all that, but I would like to see it again because I've only seen it once, and it, I find with Edgar's films, you do need to rewatch them sometimes to sort of land a real judgment. But it was very good. I thought and the, enjoyed. The last it. thing that bugged me, which I don't know if I'm happy with myself being bugged by this, is I don't like it when a male director. Um, makes a film about two women who but are it being was sexually written by, harassed. But it was co-written. Uh, yeah, no, but I, I but, but it was co-written that. by Kirsty William Cairns. Yeah, co-written by someone means probably no, 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 it wasn't. This is she, a story. No, no, write no. some stuff on it. This it, is it, story it, it, yeah, it really yeah. wasn't because I think from the interviews and stuff they'd done that Kirsty was very involved from the start of this project. He's, yeah, but then the same thing was told about James Bond and Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yeah, but and no, you could pinpoint the Phoebe Waller-Bridge. That's totally different. Phoebe Waller-Bridge came on to rewrite it. That's not. There are two ways you can put this into perspective the first way is that there is a neglect of women in the industry mm-hmm. uh, particularly in roles like director writer so therefore if you're going to make films about a certain narrative you should be using the writers that have been neglected however on the other side of it there is if there is a certain writer who is going to tell the story with more inte- with with the integrity that it deserves it should be awarded to them there is a certain neglect in the industry of female artists whether they're DOPs writers cast crew but you also have to make sure that there are people absolutely on the job who can tell that story with with genuine integrity so I do think I I haven't seen the film but I do think if if it's a film about sexual assault it should be necessarily awarded to someone who can give it the most integrity and in my opinion obviously men and women do suffer from sexual assault 
So it, it, we have to find the right balance in the industry by between finding mm. balancing the talent out, but also making sure people can write it with the most authenticity yeah. that they possibly can. But and therefore, I think it's a del- you, you if you're a man at the moment writing a film about sexual assault against women, you are really treading ice. Yeah. Well, I'm curious to know what Craig's opinion is because we've all spoken and Craig has. You watch it. Um, well, I haven't seen it, so I can't comment. Well, I just think you know we have yeah. It's it, it's, cool. it is just obviously just that whatever the material is, it needs to be handled by someone who cares about the subject. You know, it's 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 not the same thing. But let let's look at um, June directed by David Lynch and June directed by Denis. One really loves the material. One didn't. And, you know, you're going to get a very different tone from someone who really gives a shit about whatever the subject matter is. And personally, yeah, if you were... I mean, it all depends because Edgar Wright's obviously the director, but then Christy Cairns is the I think the the lead credited writer I don't she know if is, yeah, right is, is okay. co-writer as perhaps I think he story is, but yeah but she's written but the screenplay you, yeah if, if you're Edgar Wright then you're either you've got a story or Christie has written a script that he has seen and went no he, can, hell, he devised awesome. the story and she right. sort of yeah okay then then yeah you want to bring on someone who is like one talented done? and two that's like I want you to, you know, treat this material mm. with the respect it deserves. Yeah. And at the moment, I, you know, you, you want to give her the benefit of the doubt. And you want to give Edgar Wright the benefit of the doubt that he's done mm. the material justice. I haven't seen it, no, so I don't know. I, I think but it personally, was yeah, de- I mean, handled quite delicately and I thought they did quite, a, I personally think they did a good job yeah, of it. But, but, but then there is, there is an atmosphere of, to be honest, perhaps men... And specifically, white men—they need to maybe start stepping away from material. I agree as well. Exactly. I agree yeah. as well. I think if if you're if you're talking about and, and it's all about culture, it all starts and ends with culture. Well, um, well obviously we're, we're we're going to talk looking back to twenty twenty one, like you know, music that we'd all listen to. I thought it'd be quite interesting for us all to have a look at each other's Spotify raps. So oh, who and I'm quite embarrassed by men, but like we'll just go top artist, top song. Right, so Leo, okay. Dua Lipa. What was your top artist? Dua Lipa was my top artist, and I have zero same. Fucking Dua Lipa. My top song was a Greek one, but my top top five songs that the one that you would know is by Dua Lipa. We are good, which is a proper banger. Oh, like yeah, it's a good yeah. song. It's a very good, and we're going to Dua Lipa together on the t- April twenty fourth. Yeah, we are going so, to see. So there that, you yeah. go. Early birthday present would be good. Mine was just, so the rest of my Spotify Wrapped is incredibly sad, so I'm not going to mention it. But the top artist and the top song, but. By the same people so my top artist was Fleetwood Mac my top song was Gypsy by Fleetwood Mac that song reminds me of you every time I hear yeah, it yeah I love that song so much I think um, what was it 155 times 155 times that I played it this year that is once every two and a half days my friends yeah at least that's a really good one right, go on, what Craig what was on your Spotify rap I didn't find it fucking it was, it was weird mine's was very unexpected as well Elliot what were yours? 
Uh, I had Sam Fender, number <laughs> one. I like Sam Can Fender. I, just say, hey, I, I, I didn't mind Sam Fender's first album, it was fine, but his new album is great, very, very mature song. To be honest, with some musicians, for them to get a second album like that, that usually your second, your album, second album kind of slumps, but that was incredible, and it was acclaimed by, I think it was Q and Enemy gave it out 5 out of 5, actually, which was fantastic. And one of my favourite songs from it was Spit of You, which was... I, I followed in his Instagram account, like Sam Fender, when he was um, making up the guitar riff and the pattern and like the drums and all that and trying to layer everything together. So I kind of seen that song from basics like scratch yeah. to something that's flourishing to something that is incredible and it's probably one of the best songs on the album by far. So Sam Fender definitely is number one yeah. for me. Craig? Oh, well, so my top artist, so number one was Howard Shore. I don't understand how that is. I did not listen to the Lord of the Rings music enough. I listened to it when I was writing stuff for uni, mm. for the CCJ. But I, I did not listen to it enough for it to be number one. I, I'm very confused. But because my do, number do, two... Do you know what Spotify does? Though? If you do, it only counts what you listen to when you're online, not when you're offline. Which a right. lot of people listen to music uh, more when they're offline. Oh, yeah. because, that makes sense. Because my, because my, number, my, my one yeah. to five is Howard Shore, Oasis, Coldplay, Bowie, The Beatles. Yeah, but do you, I always have the Beatles on my top five, but you know what it is? It's because I have every single Beatles album saved, so whenever you shuffle music on your Spotify, every fifth song is going to be a Beatles one. Um, but no, listen, my, my, my top artist was Lord, which, to be fair, isn't that surprising. Oh, the new album but like, wasn't I, good. I wasn't like, her new album's good, but compared to the first, it's not great. Yeah, it's not um, as good, I But and also, my, my top song was Solar Power by Lord, because... Um, when we were on Karen Perry, we were filming in North Queensferry, and like basically, I just get kept getting sent on coffee runs, and every time I went to get coffee, I just put solar power on, go and get the coffees in for the COVID team, yeah. and it was fucking great walking down the beach there. So that was a good shout. Yeah. But I thought before we move on to our lovely quiz of the year, um, I just wanted to quickly ask everyone what their Wally of the year was. Um, so to, somebody, can we, can we do you want to explain to Leah what a Wally I is? Think I was going to say. So a Wally is what you think I am. An annoying cow. Yeah. Well, Lou's the one. Jesus. Cow. Lou's. This is another word for idiot. Or yeah. Pen. So, or. Lou, what year. would you say your Wally of 2021 would be? Uh, that stupid thing I've done. Or seen someone else doing them, where it be a politician or something like that. Ah, okay. I didn't know what this was. Go on. Let me think. Okay. Well, uh, do, you want to, do you want to put one forward, Liv? Because you look oh, like you an agent. Oh, right. I have to say, the best part of my year. Was when the whole Matt Hancock affair oh, stuff came that was out. Go- the be- the memes. Was the memes. So I'm a huge Partridge fan, and all the Partridge memes that came out on Twitter about it's just that fucking CCTV footage of him it's naked his secretary, naked his secretary squeezing her ass. She's proper oh, going for it as well. Cringy. It is. I have to be honest. It is the funniest part of the year. I was in Worthing when it all came out. Me and my friends were just pissing ourselves laughing yeah, so good. Wally of the Year for me has to go to Matt Cock in his hand oh wow well, it's so funny Matt we, we were actually cock. on set filming and that, when that happened because yeah. we were running about going have you seen the news I remember Everyone going up to um, one of the runners Sean and he was just really busy doing his job and I was like Sean have you seen Matt Hancock getting off of his secretary he went yeah just give me two minutes Liv I just need to finish yeah. <laughs> Craig what would your Wally of the Year have been I mean, with our government, it's very easy to just think of them, isn't it? I don't know. I've got two. I've got two in mind. Go for it. Well, we've got the Donald, because obviously he lost. 
That was last year, wasn't it? Was it? Last year, yeah. Yeah, 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 but but then the the capital riot was oh, this year. Oh yeah, that was in January. January, uh, yeah. You know, and he obviously had to surrender his post, um, and he you know still goes on to this. Well, I don't know. He's gone quiet, hasn't he? But yeah. even then, up up until the last moment, it was still, he was still not going down without a fight. And yeah. apart from the Donald, I don't know. You have to go. Things Boris's run of walliness. Well, I've got one well, that was going to be mine. So, nah, but, just... but but he's been, he's been doing it for twenty five years. Yeah, so but like I think the, the it most is, it's, it's hard to, to look yeah, beyond that cock in his hand. Yeah, so, I I agree. The Matt Angle one's up there for me. I think this week's Christmas party thing might take it for me. Like that's a joke. Like I just the fact that the Tories have lied about that for a week, and then like they get caught with that video comes out. Which I'm sorry, that video is. The argument that people keep making is, oh, but we were all doing it as well. We were having, like, you know, we were having people around. And, yes, I everyone. It, I, I would like. To, I think nine out of ten people broke the rules in some way. Whether it was having a mate over for a cup of coffee, having four mates in the park instead of one or whatever. Everyone broke the rules in some ways, but we weren't the ones setting the rules. And it's a little bit like if you're a teacher and you've got a classroom and you're telling the classroom to be quiet and get off their phones and yet you're stood at the front playing fucking snake on your phone. The class then lose complete respect for you because they think if you're doing it, why can't we? And, you right. know, the, I'm not saying that we are children and they are the, quote, grown-ups, but that's how they treat us, so that's yeah. how we'll treat them. So I think if they were to bring in any other lockdown now, they've completely lost their diminished power. Yeah, but it's also just shocking, isn't it? Because it's what you're saying. It's like the, con- the culture of lying that's just been created as well. It's the fact that they lied about a week, then they got caught and they had to sort of admit there was something. It's just a joke, and yeah, it's, it's an joke. absolute wally. So, no, it's not even that. It's the fucking laughing. And because if, yeah. if anybody was unaware, if anybody was like genuinely like, oh no, they, they are, they're doing the best that they can. They're not. You know, all this kind of stuff. Oh, whatever gets said about them, it's all spun by liberal media. It's not, they've been caught, they were laughing. They laugh at us. The contempt that they have for us yeah. is unreal. Because that, that happened the day of my granddad's funeral, is the day that video came out. And, and yeah. we couldn't have 20 people there. So I think it is shocking. I, I think. The day that Pretty Patel went on the BBC and said, yeah, if you see a party reported to the news, and then the next second day they had a party, they, they genuinely are telling us to do stuff, and they're then going behind their backs and popping bottles of champagne and caviar and yeah. doing the exact opposite they of what they have no sense of reality. No, for that, 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 that has to be the 2021 wallet, but what would yours be quickly before we go into... Well, um, the guy, they found like a homeless guy that people have been paying... And he's been vaccinated 50 times or whatever because people have been giving him the ID and he's been getting vaccinated for them and then huh. they're getting. Where was this? Here, in the UK. Where was this? What? What? Here in the UK, aye. I think <laughs> I heard like, this story. On Edinburgh News Live or something. <laughs> so hang on, someone's gone vaccinated. Yeah, they, they reported like that a homeless guy was suddenly like not homeless anymore. He had, much, like, had money, like he, they saw him around proper clothes and they investigated. And apparently, there's like uh, a, a gang, let's say, of a collective of homeless people who have been getting vaccinated because people want the certificate for the anti-vaxxers. So they're paying homeless people to get vaccinated wow. under false pretense, like, with their name under false ID. That's, That's hilarious. I know, it's oh so funny, God. isn't it? Well, it's quite, it's also sad, but <laughs> mental. Yeah, okay. We, we, we do wow. not condone these actions. But very, very quickly before we, have, before we bring Elliot on to carry out the quiz of the year, we don't, we're not, we don't have time to discuss them, but just, just give me the name TV series of the year that you'd watched. Leo? I don't need really to watch TV. Um, Hawkeye. Okay. Um, yeah. I haven't seen anything else. I'm going to go... Sorry. Is the, was the Mandalorian this year? Yeah, it was season two. The Mandalorian season two. 
Which which I've actually I've I've started because I watched the first episode of that like mm-hmm. like eighteen months ago and I've just actually continued it like yesterday. Amazing. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Baby Yoda's cute. Yeah. Ah, it's, I think it's quite good. Yeah, stuff's okay. Cool. Yeah, um, I'll, season I'll, two's I'll better. Season five, uh, I would I would say talking of season two's for me this year because I only watched Ted Lasso for the first time this year, but Ted Lasso season one and two both great. Season two very good, loved it. And Guilt season two, this new Scottish uh, crime sh- brilliant show as well. So they they would be mine. Quickly, Liv, do you have a twenty twenty one show? I know it's a bit generic, but Squid Game. I haven't seen it all yet, but I've heard it's very good. Fantastic. Yeah. Craig, 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 do you have anything? Uh, I haven't watched anything of this year apart from Squid Game, which we really enjoyed. That was the games. The tension of the games was great. Mm. The overall story, I think, especially the end, was a bit. Yeah. But uh, well, I mean, I, I finished Chernobyl this season, which yeah. was obviously tremendous. Yeah, no, I've heard it's very good. Well, anyway, guys, sorry, last one. Call my agent. One, two, three, four seasons on Netflix. Watch it. It's amazing. Amazing, it's amazing. And Elliot, do you have your? You're here with a quiz again. Oh, another quiz. You have a quiz of 2021. Absolutely. Well, wasn't 2021 an amazing year? Yeah. Well, it was. Don't <laughs> be honest, it wasn't. But there you go. But how's about we have a look back at 2021? So the same as before, as we done with the Christmas quiz. I'll give you a question each from each round. You're required to give us the correct answer. If not, gets passed into the room. Otherwise, I would reveal the answer. We were telling points. And we've gathered that the, Delo- the Domino's delivery guy has came. So you guys are more than welcome to dive into potato wedges. And Yeah, so we've been recording over dinner, so we're just, you know. Yeah, it's fine. It's all right. But as long as you answer the questions, and then we'll tally up and see who's the winner of the Just Get Real Job quiz of 2021. So... Okay, so we have four rounds. Now we go for the first round. The first round is sports. Oh. So there might be some good answers from you guys. Let's go for it. Because we're the Olympics and the Euros this year, right? Well, you have to wait and see. First question is for Craig. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. How many countries jointly hosted the UEFA Euro 2020 football tournament? Oh, Oh my God. Five. Pass to the room. Uh... Buzz, was yeah. it eight? Nope. Pass the Seven? Nope. Six? Second? Twelve? Nope, it was eleven. Ah! What's wrong with you? That was probably the easiest question. No, I didn't get it, sorry. My goodness. Well, we'll move on swiftly to question two, and question two is for Liv. Hmm. Novak Djokovic won his sixth Wimbledon title in 2021 with a 4-0 set win in the final of the men's singles against which player? Ah, oh, we watched this, didn't he? Young, cocky little shit, wasn't he? I can't Do you know, no, I'm going to buzz him. Was it Time? What's that? Was it Time his name is? No, I'm afraid Bars. I can't accept that, I'm afraid. We watched it together, didn't Was it Stefano Tutti Pass? What's that? Was it Tutti Pass? I'm afraid no, that's not the right answer. Craig, big... It's Matteo Berrettini. Ah, uh, no idea. Okay. Okay, we move swiftly. Zero points across the board. Five siders in, man. You still got two opportunities to steal some points here. So the next one is for Craig. Who became the first ever Welsh fighter to win a boxing gold medal in the final of the women's middleweight competition at the Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games? Um, her name's it's Lauren something. I can't remember her second name. It's Lauren something. Because... Half a point. I'll give you half a point. Yeah, I'll give you half a point. It was Lauren Price. There you go. Very good, though. Very good. Uh, she was a beast because I remember watching her because she was a footballer. She was brilliant at that and then she'd done taekwondo and kickboxing. and She's yeah. awesome at everything she does. 
and she's she's very like honestly I seen the final and it was incredible it was such a good fight we move on swiftly to the last question and this one's for Leo hello okay which nation won the 2021 rugby six nations championship South Africa was, um, <laughs> we'll pass to the room it was Wales it was Wales well done Jamie you get a point there so scores on the doors point for Jamie half a point for Craig nil nil for Liv and Leo no it's not I'm afraid South <laughs> Africa's not in the Six Nations fuck <laughs> I've been wrong next round we've got pop culture oh, and yeah. the first question is for Leo Hello again. Okay. We're swiftly moving on. Which TV interview was the most watched interview of 2021? Tom this. Holland for Spider-Man. Pass. Pass. I know this. Who was, who was first? Yep. Was first? Yep. Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan. In? Ah. With Oprah. Yeah, that's correct. You get a point for that. I yeah, that. absolutely. I was going to say the same. How did you make of that interview? Um, I, I, I thought it was pretty good, but I think Meghan is very... North Atlantic trained. She's mm-hmm. very... Yes. Yeah. She, she, she plays up to the camera and to the moment. And I don't disagree. I don't think that she's necessarily lying about stuff, but yeah. she's very dramatic. It's very dramatic, I yeah. I think Harry's very genuine. Yeah, okay. So, question number two. This one is for Craig. Which retail brand closed its final store this year after more than 240 years of business? Uh, Debenhams? That's correct. Wow. Craig's Very good. Craig's going to win both the quizzes. He's, gonna, he's won the Christmas one. He might win the New Year one. Question number three. This one's for Liv. Hello. Which billionaire joined three other passengers to blast into space Jeff on board? The- yes, that's correct. New- yeah. <laughs> Points on the score. That's brilliant. Here we go. But Jamie, you've got the last question. Okay. So prepare yourself. It might be easy. It might be hard. Who quietly finalised their divorce from former charity boss Simon Konecki? What? I've no idea, mate. Pass to the room? No, I don't even know who that is. Oh, you got a hard one there. I did, yeah. I got got done dirty there. No, I've no clue. Pass, uh, talking three. Adele. I I, I had no idea who she was going to have. Sorry. There you go, there you go. She was married. Married. I should have known that because I knew her ex-husband was called Simon. Well, the next round here is news or current affairs, whatever your persuasion. And the first question is for Liv. Hello. Which country became the second country to surpass half a million deaths from the COVID virus? That's depressing. (laughs) Italy? Pass to the room. Brazil? Yeah, that's correct, Leo. Well done. Okay. Moving swiftly on, question number two. Question number two is for Jamie. Okay. The Supreme Court unanimously ruled this year against the return of which person to the UK? Um, Doctor, oh, it was uh, ta- like that rapper that couldn't come in, right? Pass to the room. Twenty One Savage. Pass to the room. Julian Assange. Pass to the room. Repeat the question. The question was: The Supreme Court unanimously ruled this year against the return of which person to the UK? Don't know. The answer was Shamima Begum. 
Oh, oh, no. yeah. oh yeah, yeah, of course. Mm. What the fuck is the US Supreme Court got to do? No, the Supreme Court of the United Kingdom. The, oh, we have a Supreme you Court. Motherfucker. No, there is a, there is a Supreme Court. No, but you say Supreme Court, you think America. I thought, I thought the okay, US. I said yeah. which person to the UK. What do you think? I know, but that's why I'm like, why is the US Supreme Court? No, because it's the return toes. to the UK. What do you think? They've got to get okay. involved. Fair, fair. Anyway, we'll move swiftly on. And so, the next question is for you, Craig. Okay. And this one is, Ever Given finally departs, ending a month-long period of detention in which country? Come again, sir. So, Ever Given finally departs, ending a month-long period of detention in which country? Syria. <laughs> Pass to the room. Um, the Ever Given was the Suez Canal boat. But, ah. That's in Egypt. Isn't yeah, it? that's yeah. correct. Yeah, and the brackets was ever given is the name of the ship that was struck in the Suez Canal. Mm. Well, yeah. yeah, there you go. Oh, Finally, I believe it was was it Leo? You were the last one. Yep. Yeah. So we'll go to you. Buckingham Palace this year announced the death of the Duke of Edinburgh. How old was he? He was ninety nine, about to be a hundred. Yeah, that's correct. Well yeah, done. Royalist. Oh, fucking pizza on the floor. Goddamn it. <laughs> Are we keeping that in? <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're almost done there, and it's been an eventful 2021. Not much so in the world of politics. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Let's go for it. So, question number one, we'll go straight to... Jamie, why not? I'm ready. Here we go. In which English county did Boris Johnson visit Peppa Pig World in November of this year? In which I he know describes this. it as... I, 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 hold on, wait till I finish. In which he describes it as... Very much my kind of place with very safe streets, disciplined schools, and heavy emphasis on new mass transit. It was in the new forest he was in. The, the county. I'm looking for the English county. Uh, I, 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 it was. A, I know the Buzz. actual area, but I Buzz. don't know the county. I need that, English county. It was. It was. Would have been like. Um, I don't know, like Gloucestershire or something? Pass the, the room. I, I got it. I said the new forest. Pass to the room. That's, that's not, that's that's not, not the county. county. I, I know it's not county, Listen but I Listen to know the question. Than, yeah, Jamie, fair, you're that's... dumb. Anyway, <laughs> pass think, to the room. Right, I, I think I've got... I know... Is it Hampshire? It is correct. Yes. It is Hampshire. Well done. Yeah, but that's the county. You need to listen to the question. The question was the county, motherfucker. The question wasn't hard. You're just dumb. Such a sore loser. Wait, that point's from Leave for saying think instead of think. No, fuck no, off. no. And what about fuck off instead of fuck off? Fuck off. <laughs> Question number two, and this one's for Craig. And it's which animal upstaged a Scottish Conservative Party leader, Douglas Ross, during a question to Nicola Sturgeon at First <gasps> Minister's Questions at September of this year? A pigeon? Pass to the room. Was it a fly? Pass to the room. Nobody? Was it um, a bird or a seagull? It was a chicken. I would say it was a bird. Yeah, but that doesn't count. Did I get a half point for that? No, I'm afraid not. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so we went from Jamie to then Craig, so I'm going to go straight to Leo. Mm -hmm. What percentage pay rise was promised by the Tory government to be given to NHS workers during this year's budget? Was 7%. Pass to the room. Buzz. Two percent. Pass the room. So we're gonna be added three pound fifty. No, I need a percentage. That's, that's three percent. Three percent. I think it was about one percent, wasn't it? It was three percent. I'm gonna give it to no, Jamie, no. but you need to buzz in, so it's three percent. You get that point, Jamie, but you need to buzz in. Okay. Anyway, finally, last question. I believe is for Liv. Hi. 
Okay, so which politician was the most searched news story of this year after the oh. Sun newspaper gave a world exclusive of him kissing his aide in his office and oh, soon after us. revealed listen, soon after revealed his resignation to the Prime Minister. It's Related topics and entries include closed circuit television, hand face arse and kiss. <laughs> Matt cocking his <laughs> Yes, that's correct. Well done. <laughs> well, they spoke about it earlier. So is that, the, is that, who's won the quiz? Ah, well, scores and adores. Leo, what did you get? I didn't count my point three. I'm on three as I well. Think, I, think I, won. Three. I think I won. Well no, done, Leo. You won the <laughs> quiz. I can't remember. I wasn't counting. You were very good. Well Thank done. Thank you very much. So you 2021 the... must have been a belter of a year. You're like a power couple because Craig won the Christmas quiz of the podcast last week and you'd won the New Year one. Last weekend. Okay. So anyway, that brings to close the Just Get Real Job New Year Special 2021. Thank you to my guest once again. Thank you, Leo. Oh, thank you very much for having me. Uh, Thank you, Liv. Cancel my Uber. Thank you, Liv. (laughs) Thank you very much, Jamie, for having us. Thank you, Craig. Happy 30th when it comes, and thank you, of course, our wonderful editor in chief, Elliot. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. So there you have it. That was our 2021. New Year special. Thank you once again to all of our brilliant guests. I hope you enjoyed that. It was chaos as always, just like the Christmas ones always are. I, as always, it was absolute chaos, but I'm sure it was the best kind. As I said in the start, just once again, thank you to everyone who has listened and supported us in 2021, especially our patrons. We're really, really grateful to all the support you've given us, and we couldn't have done this without you. So thank you so much. And I can't wait to see where we can take this podcast in 2022. But until then, I hope you have a lovely new year when it comes. We're going to have a few weeks off, but we will be back with normal service middle of January. We've already been recording lots and lots of brilliant episodes ahead of schedule. So there's some fantastic guests coming up. So until then, have a very, very happy new year. Just get a real job.